Mm-hmm. All right, welcome everyone to the second uh, podcast of the day. It's the MBOB Daily Podcast, Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Thank you guys for joining us today. Obviously, we usually do the show Monday. Just couldn't do it yesterday, but we're here on Tuesday to talk about UFC 283. And a uh, great card, obviously. I mean, this is what you expect from a pay-per-view card, especially one in Brazil. Um, some of the best Brazilian fighters on the planet on this card. Uh, it's it's pretty stacked. Uh, really interesting prelims, in my opinion, too. You know, you have some really good fighters like buried on the card, too. I think this card's awesome, Marcel, uh, just getting that out of the way. Um, your overall thoughts on the card. Uh, there's a few things I want to talk about before we get into it, but just your quick thoughts on this card, Marcel. I think it's a fun card, you know. It's uh, like, uh, obviously, it's aimed at the Brazilian Brazilian people, you know, so it's uh, made for that. So uh, I think it's a fun card. There are some, uh, some uh, great debuts on this one, I think. And... Uh, yeah, two title fights with 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 also like Gilbert Burns against Neil Magnion is a fun fight, you know. Um, overall, good fights, and we got the retirement of Shogun on this fight as well in the featured prelim. So uh, I'm looking forward to this one, man. It should be good. For sure, me too, man. Um, got a couple of questions here. Idea why Fanduel take down Robocop for airline? I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Um, what's up, Joe? How's it going? Hey, Kevin. What's up, man? Glad to have you here, Kevin. We haven't seen you in a while. Antoine, what's up, man? Glad to have you here as well. Joe likes the card. Me too. It's a great card. Um, just before we get into it, there's two, uh, two things I want to mention. Um, first off, uh, we did get confirmation or so that Jeff Molina has been released by the UFC. So I know some people were not 100% sure, but that's happened, right, Marcel? That's that's confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently he's been involved with the James Cross gambling thing. And uh, obviously they didn't like that. The other thing would be, um, uh, the other thing to mention is, uh, our, I wanted to throw this out there. Our boy James Lynch, a uh, really good friend of the podcast, good friend of mine, good friend of Marcel. He, uh, I think his YouTube account got hacked, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, his Gmail account got hacked. So uh, James, if, if anyone could help him out with that, just send him a message on, on Twitter. I know he's, he's using the old party shots uh, Twitter and now he changed it to his, uh, I think, Lynch Sports or something. So send him a message there. James one of the best guys in the business. It's really unfortunate that uh, he got hacked. I just wanted to throw that out there because I forgot to mention in the last show because uh, obviously he's a good friend of ours. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right, let's get into this card, Marcel. I'm going to pull it up here. Let's pull it up on the screen because I think it's a little easier because, uh, you know, there's a lot of fighters making their debut on this card. So let me pull it up yeah. here, guys. Second. Get going here. Uh, UFC stats. Obviously, you, you'll use UFC stats to get into this. So let's just start off with the first fight, Marcel. we got Daniel Marcos taking on Simon Oliveira. Odds for this fight right now, Simon Alvera minus 155, Daniel Marcos plus 135. Marcos did open as the favorite, but the lines like basically flipped completely. Uh, basically, like it did a complete 180. The odds are <laughs> exact same, but flipped. So what yeah. do you think? Like, Do you think that Alvera should be favored? Or do you think Marcos should be favored? <sighs> it's difficult. It's very difficult, I think. You know, uh, we know uh, Marcos undefeated. We saw him in the contender series against Brandon Lewis. Mm-hmm. I think it was okay. I didn't think it was that amazing, you know, but it was okay. And it was apparently was good enough for a UFC contract. Uh, same in Oliveira. He only fought once in the UFC. He fought gravely or gravely. I still don't know how to say it. I think it. it's gravely, but it looks like, right? It says gravely, but I think it's yeah. gravely, yeah. Yeah, and it makes me like ache for gravy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he came also from the from a contender series, I think. Um, he, he fought uh, what's the guy again from uh, from Mexico, uh, Jose Aldi. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's really a difficult fight, you know, for me here to pick because I feel like uh, Marcos. Yeah, he is undefeated, but. Hasn't fought really impressive competition at all, in my opinion. Maybe a few in this later, but not really like I was like, wow, you know. But at least he fought against guys who have overall have a winning have a winning record, you know. 
we cannot say that for a majority of the guys who come new in the UFC. So, ah, uh, uh, this it screams kind of split decision to me. This one, you know, it can go either way. Um, and I'm not gonna do stupid this time. I'm gonna go with a non-debuting guy, and I'm going with Sam Oliveira. And definitely, if it's a split decision, man, we're fucking Brazil. What I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, have, I'll be honest. I don't really have a clue who's gonna win this fight. I think this fight's very hard to call. You know, Marcel. Like, we just don't have a lot of information with these guys. Yeah. My lean was the undefeated guy. I wasn't impressed with Oliveira, honestly, on, on against Gravity, but it is a good opponent too. So it's like, and then this guy, you know, he beats Brandon Lewis, but Brandon Lewis is not great. Um, he's not bad, but he's not great either. Um, I fought him on my birthday, September fifteenth. That's <laughs> remember that card. Um, slightly Marcos Marcel, but like I, the fact that the line went for him to favor to the underdog, it just shows that I think no one has any real clues going to win this one. You guys want to throw your thoughts in the chat? Go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll take any comments on this one. But for me, it's just not a fight I have a great read on. I'll lean towards the dog. But yeah, I mean, I really see this fight going either way. Obviously, international crowds are always fun, especially on pay per view. I agree. I was there in Brazil a few years ago for that Andrade and Rose and this card. That card it was four years ago. And that was crazy, but it was fucking awesome, man. Like Brazil is is a great place to watch a card. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Zara Farron taking on Josiane Nunes, and this is a women's featherweight fight. And Josiane Nunes is. Uh, Got to be like one of the smallest featherweights on the roster. She is five foot two, <laughs> but she packs a punch and she's going to be taking on Zara Farron, the French fighter here. And uh, right now, Nunez is a big favorite, minus 520, Zara Farron plus 410. I'll just start this one. I mean, I, I think she knocks her out. I, I'm like, I, I think she wins. Um, you know, Marcel, like, for me, Nunez, like, she already beat a, a bigger opponent, Bay Malecki. Remember, I, I liked her there. She was, I think she's underdog yeah. in that, I want to say. Then beats Ramona Pasquale, and the power, the power is just really devastating. And I, I think her opponent Zara Farron is just not impressive at all. I was not impressed by her fight with. I mean, she gets knocked by Felicia Spencer. Like that's not a good look. And to me, just not impressive. Hasn't fought in almost three years now either. Um, I, I think, I think Nunez is a setup fight for her to win, and she should win. She absolutely should win this fight by knockout. I think probably in the first round. So the lines five is five twenty. It's it's very high. But maybe you look at her by knockout to like minus 125. I think that's the way to go here. What do you think? Listen, man, no no sane person is gonna gonna pick uh Zara Fan, although they're gonna be like uh oh, because she's much bigger, you know, I'm picking her. Man, Zara Fern hasn't impressed me once when I saw her fought fight, you know, and I'm yeah. still surprised she's still on the roster, to be really honest. Um yeah. Nunez gonna knock her knock her out, dude. And I think everything less than a knockout, I would be surprised, to be really honest. You know, and there's no yeah. disrespect at all. I'm just being honest here. So and uh, also she's 10 years younger. I mean, that's another thing. Like, yeah, she's shorter and has lesser reach, but I don't think it matters. Like, I just think that she's gonna knock this girl out. Like, I'm I'm convinced she doesn't. Sarah's 40, uh no, sorry. Yeah, she's 40, right? So yeah, she's she's already counting. 40 in the I should say. She's not 40. Yeah, let's be she's a woman, let's be fair. 39. I can't see her winning this fight, man. I really just can't. I'm, I'm honestly surprised she's on the roster. Like, hasn't she had like a bunch of fights canceled where she just didn't make the weight and stuff? I don't want to say. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe uh, they are like, uh, listen, man. I would have understood it if they used her for the Paris card. You know what yeah. I mean? For a next yeah, Paris yeah. card or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Why know. is this? Why is she fighting at featherweight though, Josiane? Like, she should be fighting. I think probably at 125. Like, why is she at 145? I don't get it. I have no idea, man. It's and also. 
I haven't seen one fight of hers where I was like, oh my God, this is a talent that you have to keep her. And it's no disrespect, yeah. but that's just being honest, you know? And uh, I'm surprised she's still on the roster, but yeah, let's see what's uh, what's happening next. I, th I think Nunez wins for sure. Not many yeah. fighters in 145, true. Let's get a couple other comments here. Apparently, in the roster, she's French. We've got Jorge saying uh, he likes Marcos ML. Well, I mean, he's from your country, right? <laughs> like, that's the Peru, I want to say? The flag? Is, is yeah. 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 Tris McGee, first time watcher, found you guys from Wearmouth and DraftKings Rainmaker Discord. Great content so far. Thanks. Hey, man, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank awesome, you. dude. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, Worley Alves taking on Nicholas Dalby. It's an awesome fight. Uh, I like this one. You know, I, I saw Worley. He was on that card in Brazil that I saw a few years ago. He fought uh, Sergio Marais and knocked him out like crazy knockout in the third round. Where, where I was sitting by the cage. That's yeah. where he knocked him out. It was just like this crazy uppercut and he knocks him out. So odds for this one, Marcel, very close. Minus 120, Worley Alves, plus 100, Nicholas Dalby. And interesting fight. Um, it opened as a pick -em, so like the line hasn't moved that much. I, I lean towards Alves too, though. I, I do think fighting in Brazil is going to really hype him up for this fight. And, you know, uh, the, the cardio is a concern with this guy. There's no doubt about it. But I think he's, you know, a pretty dangerous guy, man. And and I've always liked him, Marcel. I, I've always liked this guy. Like when he came on the scene on the um, Ultimate Fighter Brazil, I mean, he beat Colin Covington. He has that win over him, obviously. Um, the win over Lunar Lizez. Like, he's got some good wins. Obviously, he has some tough losses, too. He's been finished a bunch of times. But I've always liked this guy. And then Dalby, you know, he's a, he's a decent fighter, but not never really impressed me, like, a lot. Like, he just, he's one of those guys that, like, he can win fights, but he's also lost, the, like, fights where he should have won, too. Like, the Jesse Ronson fight, which was overturned, but still, like, doesn't have a great record in the UFC. Um, it's, like, basically 500. Um my lean is towards Rory Alves, man. I think he can get the job done in Brazil. I, I think he can probably finish him in this fight, to be honest with you. Like, it's how he wins most of his fights by stoppage. So that'd be my lean, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, man. Bruce Lee's Brazilian brother, War Lee. Um, no, that's really bad. <laughs> Warley Alves. Um, yeah, man. I also feel like he's going to win. You know, I think Warley Alves, he, sometimes he doesn't really rise to the occasion for some reason. You know, in his last fight, he lost to Jeremiah Wells. Yeah. Uh, didn't look good in that one. But at the same time, you know, uh, against Lazes, we saw the old Warley Alves again before mm -hmm. that fight, you know. So, and I feel like in, fr in front of his home crowd in Brazil, um, yeah. I think he will do it. And Nicholas Dalby, let's be really honest, that fight against Claudio Silva was like dark, dark ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was really not good. And uh, But he won because uh, he had better cardio, I think. But I can't remember from that fight. But uh, yeah, I, I feel Alves gets a win here as well. And if he doesn't get the win by stoppage, he probably wins by decision. I forgot even fought Usman. I completely forgot about that fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, also... To reply to Kevin Scott, yeah, the Lacerda against Stamen fight, they bumped up again. Now that's right before the featured prelim on the fight on the on the early prelim. So I don't know why they that was that was the second uh, prelim of the uh, of the early prelims first. So. Right, right, yeah. I'm just I'm just using the USC stats uh, like order, I guess, but it, it's changed a few times. I think this week, Dolby's got the career obvious commanders early. Yeah, I, I think he's got to finish him, but that's what I think happens. But if he doesn't, you're right, and he might lose the decision just like this. At, at, a, at a certain moment, those idiots from the UFC they had like Ismail Bumfim and Gabriel Gonfim back to back on the card. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, yeah. you understand that that's not gonna happen, you know? And they're like, oh, let's put a fight in between. That's so stupid over there sometimes, you know? I mean, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. All right, let's go to the next fight here. And I mean, this one's one of the best fights in the card. Israel Bonfumi against Terrence McKinney. I mean, this is just this has got a quick finish written over it. I think um, just explosive two guys. 
McKinney minus 125, Bonfine plus 105. Um, I'll throw this one too, Marcel. You know, yeah. I, I love Terrence McKinney. Like, I absolutely love the guy. Like, just a super cool dude. I mean, you know, like the win over uh, for Voa, I called that one on the podcast back in the day. He was two years ago now. I mean, he was a plus 250 underdog. I loved him there and liked him ever since. But, you know, he is a guy that's first runner bust. I mean, I think we, I think that's fair to say, Marcel. Like, I love the guy. I'm just saying, like, he's got probably like five minutes of cardio or less. And he absolutely can knock this guy out or submit him in the first round. But if he doesn't, you know, the fight, the longer the fight goes, it favors Bonfim. And Bonfim's a beast too. And he looked amazing against the Abbasov guy on contender. And I think he's super talented, Marcel. Um, I love Terrence. I hope he doesn't hear this because he follows me on Twitter and I hope he doesn't hate me for this. But I got to go with Bonfim, Marcel, because I just, I just think Terrence has only got five minutes of cardio. I hope he proves me wrong, but... I can't, I can't, I can't trust him here, Marcel. I think Bonfim can, can uh, hang with him and probably end up finishing him. So that's my pick, Bonfim by by finish. What do you think? Listen, Terrence, you know I love you, and if you hear this, I'm sorry, man. But I told you this as well. If you want that Patty Pimblet fight later this year, you have to lose this one. So I'm picking Bonfim as well. You know, because I really want you to have that Patty Pimblet fight. You know, I just. Try to <laughs> make something. It's tough. We, we, <laughs> but, we both love this dude, but it's like the, the flaw is so clear with the cardio, right? He's also a really good guy, you know, and uh, he's just trying. He's just trying to make a name up for for himself as well, you know, to get more uh, eyeballs to to his fight. And uh, he really wants a petty fight, you know. And I think if he beats Bumfim here, to be really honest, that he is like he probably is close to a, a, a top fifteen guy, you know. Again, like yeah. he ended with Dober, so. Um, yeah, I've, I think he can win the fight, but it has to be early, like you say. I think as long as the fight goes, it favors Bonfim. And second, third round, Bonfim can win that and maybe can edge out the decision, even kind of get a finish, you know. But definitely second, third round can be for Bonfim. So I feel like I have to go with Bonfim here. But, uh, yeah, uh, Paddy can... Oh, for pa or Paddy, do you see? And I'm talking about Paddy. Why do I <laughs> want to talk about Paddy? Terrence can also win the fight, don't get me wrong. But we probably get to do a stoppage early, but... Bonfim here for me as well, yeah. I don't think the fight goes the distance. I, I think this fight ends, you know, probably under one and a half rounds. That's actually favored at minus 200. I don't think this fight goes long. To, to reply to Michael Panza here, if he gets the tough decision, he's not going to get Patty, dude, because then he is too dangerous for Patty, you know? Then, then the UFC knows, like, oh, he can go three rounds and get the decision here, you know? We're not going to give it to him. But if he gets... Or if he lost a decision here again, you know, then the UFC knows... They can maybe give him to Paddy, and then uh, I think Paddy is fucked. But whatever. Maybe the way to play this fight is just to go either guy by knockout because you go McKinney by knockout's plus one seventy five, Bonfim by knockout's plus two seventy five. I I think either guy wins by knockout. I, I really do. Um, again, maybe either McKinney like early in the first round, and then after that, Bonfim takes over. I think so. That's that's the way I see this fight going. And again, I love Terrence, so if he goes and proves you wrong, it's not a big deal. But uh, just not much sure. And I really liked. I thought Bonfim looked like like just amazing on the show. But again, it is a step up, Marcel. It is, you know, there's no doubt. Abasov guy's really, good, but he's not yeah, in the UFC. He's not but I'm UFC. also really high on Abasov, you know, so I take that in consideration. That as was well. a big win. It was a nice yeah. win. It was a good fight. It was a very good fight. It was an excellent fight. So we'll see what happens. Um Glenn likes him by sub. That's interesting too. That's a, and he could he could win by sub. I mean, he's obviously mm -hmm. got a good submission game. Uh Mondo Crazy on, on this card, which is y'all's favorite? That's a good question. Mm, just probably the, the light heavyweight title being uh, you know, vacant still, and, and and those two guys fighting for each other, um, fighting for in the main event, Glover and, and Hill, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. 
fight doesn't see round two. I mean, I, I, I doubt it too. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. <clears throat> next fight is Luan Lacerda against Cody Stamen. Odds for this one, we have Stamen, big favorite, minus 350, Lacerda plus 290. Go ahead and start with this one, Marcel. So let's first take a look at Cody Stamen. I was really surprised to make this fight, to be really honest, you know, because mm -hmm. Cody Stamen, he got to have a name in the UFC. You know, he's been in the top 15 for a long time, not anymore now, but he has he was been there. He has been there, you know. Uh, got uh, three losses in a row, went out of the top 15. But if you look at who he lost to, Jimmy Rivera, Mirab Develis, really inside Nurmagomedov, those are not bad losses, dude, you know. And uh, he got the win last time against Eddie Wilde, which everybody pretty much expected because Eddie was on his way out and he officially retired after that fight. If you look at Luan Lacerda, he's from Nova Uniao, uh, Brazilian talent, um, pretty solid man. I saw I saw his LFA fights. I think he looked really good. I think he's very pretty good mm -hmm. in the ground, which I saw. Yep. Um, so it's going to be a fun matchup, I think. You know, Cody Stamen, we know is, he's good in his wrestling, you know, but Luan, Luan looks solid, you know, and this, we got to say, this is a step up for him in competition. Although he has a win over Hale and Paiva on his, rec on his record via Anaconda Choke, you know, his only loss to Ari Farias, which is also mm -hmm. a pretty big prospect, in my opinion. He just lost so, um, LFA, but he's good. he's good. Yeah. So I'm going with the, I don't know what the odds are, but for me, I think Stamen might be. Uh, he's a big favorite. He's minus three fifty. He's actually one okay. of the bigger favorites on the card. Then I'm Plus, going with the upset here. I'm taking Lacerda, and I think Lacerda might even finish him late in the fight. I mean, whenever you have a fight like this, where like you kind of scratch your head and wonder why they made the match, you kind of have to look at the dog. I think, um, like you, like you are, and this guy's good. I mean, like you said, LFA guy um, fought in those LFA Brazil cards, submitted both his opponents. Um, actually, has like you said, a decent amount of experience, including that win over Paiva. He spots a good competition as well. I think he's definitely got a chance. He's also been he's been a fighter for 10 years. Like it's not like he's new to the sport, you know. He, mm -hmm. he's good. It's a good signing, I think. Um at the same time, Marcel, you know, Stamen is way more experienced in the UFC against like, a league yeah. competition. And you know, a lot of these fights were pretty competitive too. Like they weren't blowout fights by any means. I'm I'm gonna lean towards Stamen to win a decision here, but I like you, like I wouldn't be surprised if the underdog actually won this fight. So for me, I would stay away from it, guys. At minus 350, I, there's no value here, I don't think, at all. Um, I'll still pick Steven by decision just because they get the experience and the wrestling, but I think this guy can win. I, I do. So I, I think it's a good pick, Marcel, especially with the odds. I just can't get there myself, but I, I, I don't blame you at all for taking a shot on this guy because I think he's got a chance. <clears throat> George likes Lacerda too. There you go. There's another one. Uh, I think Cody's too big a favorite. Yeah, it, it, the, the value's not there. That's for sure. Steven by decision or FICO's distance. Let me take a look. Steven by decision... Stay my decisions minus one thirty eight. So, you know, you have to lay juice on. I don't love that. How about Lacerda by submission? That's interesting, eh? Plus four twenty five. It's interesting. I think that he probably submitted him, right? When you think, mm -hmm. yeah, because that's the way he finishes his fights. He's a good grappler. That's why it's interesting, right? Because you have Stamen's a good wrestler, but this guy's a good grappler. At the same time, though, Cody, you know, I know Eddie Wine's old and chinny, but he did knock him out, so he's got some power, obviously. Um, yeah, it's a good fight, Marcel. Again. When, I, when they first announced it, I was like, eh, why did they make this fight? But, the, you know, when you look into it a little bit more, you start to think, okay, you know, this guy's got probably more of a chance than I initially thought. So, anyways, let's go to the next fight, guys. We have uh, Jailton Almeida against Shamil Abdurahimov. And, <laughs> yeah, this is a fight that uh, I don't really see uh, one of the guys having much of a chance here. I mean, uh, there's a reason the odds are so high, Marcel. This is, like, what, the third time this fight's been booked? Minus 900, Jailton, plus 625, Shamil. Jailton wins any way he wants. He's going to win quickly, probably in the first round. I think probably by knockout, but he could submit him too. I think he probably gets him down, grounds and pounds him, 
I, I just don't see this fight any any other way but Jelton finishing the fight. Jelton inside the distance minus four fifty. It's half the price of the money line. I just there's no way this fight goes the distance. Jelton by stoppage. I'm assuming you're gonna take the same. Yeah, Jelton is gonna win by stoppage definitely. Uh, uh, can be ground and pound, can be submission. I think he can do both. You know, it's a little bit what he wants. I think. Uh, when he got and he will go for the takedown immediately. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just, a, he's just so good yeah. with the grappling, man. Like, yeah. like Parker Porter is actually not a bad defensive grappler, and he submitted him really quickly. The yeah. Anton Turkai guy is not bad either, and he submitted him. You know, Danilo Marquez, another good grappler, Marcel takes him down, just pounds the shit out of him. He's just a beast. And then Shamil barely fights anymore. He's coming off brutal yeah. knock losses. What are you going to say? Actually, the fight he has the more difficult with was his contender series fight against Nasruddin Nasruddinov, you know, yeah. in the first round. <laughs> so yeah. That was the most difficult one for him yeah. so far. So he like a beast since then, though, like just an absolute monster. Amazing, man. You can't yeah. hit against this guy. He's just a monster. A couple comments here. Hey, Brazil cards, you think they'll do this year? They did two London cards last year. I hope like five. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know, but hopefully like that. This is the first one. A few fight nights. Yeah, yeah a couple of fight nights. Maybe one. Uh, do you want more pay per view? Maybe one more. Maybe in the year. Probably not. Yeah. Eh? Maybe. Maybe one. Maybe one, one pay per view and a few fight nights. Yeah. Marcus says, "I'd love to see Almeida fight 205." Me too. I, I don't I'm like a, it. I don't love him a heavyweight. We're gonna say. I'm like as long as I don't go to Canada. I'm, I think. Ah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Of course. <laughs> I'm Denmark or not Denmark? Neither. Da- oh, Denmark. <laughs> Speaking of four, you see on the main card, 284 versus Toff. I did see that. That's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Gabriel Bonfim taking on uh, Munar Lezez. And this is a fun fight, Marcel. Odds for this one, Gabriel Bonfim is favored minus 175. Munar Lezez plus 150. Uh, your thoughts on this fight, which is another fun one. I'm just sad that you think that I come from Denmark. But... <laughs> uh, it's just the tip of the tongue. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually very funny um yeah gabriel gabriel bonfim against munir lazes the thing with munir lazes is like everybody was super high on him remember when he fought abdul razak alassan and, and and won by decision mm-hmm. and everyone was like fight, yeah, man. yeah everyone was like oh man this guy's really good but then abdul razak went on an, an awful streak you know remember yeah, yeah. and lazes lost to alves and uh yeah then he came back last time against h Lusa. Uh, did that uh, amazing post fight speech where we got a lot of shit for <laughs> remember and the yeah, amazing yeah. is between the Kinnerhand or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was last April that's crazy I've gone by so fast that was 8 months ago unreal yeah and also taking into consideration that Lazes is not the youngest anymore he's older than me for god's sake me too. so um, Bonfim I really like Bonfim I gotta, give, I gotta be honest man I think he got a gimme matchup in Trey yeah. Waters yeah. You know, but that was, I think, was well, he was uh, uh, on short notice yeah. getting in for somebody, you know. So, uh, but but Bonfim is really good as well, just like his brother, you know. And um, man, I'm taking Bonfim here, man. I think Bonfim gets the win, and I think both brothers getting the win on this card. Yeah, I just wanted to see what Maritini means because my head, Tina, because it's like uh, Thiago I th- Santos. I think it's Hammer, too. Right? Um, hammer is Moretta, so it's probably it's, Little Sledgehammer. I get Google it, it's like a little hammer, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how do you not pick this guy? I think both the brothers win, man. Like, they're both beasts. I like this guy here, Marcel. I think he gets the job done, too. Um, Lazez is a good striker, obviously, and you know, he's got some really good technique and some power but i just think this bonfim guy's next level and and also like on the ground i think right like that's where he shines too so yeah. i'm taking both the brothers i'm both high, i'm high on both of them and i do think both the win probably by stoppage so give me a gabriel bonfim marcel take him down and do you think he submits him a decision or not what do you what do you, what do you think for the the method 
I think if he wins, he submits him probably. That's what I'm thinking too. So I need to take a look at that prop because I do think that's the clear spot to win. Plus 190. So it's not great odds, but that's what I do think. Uh, that's what happens. <clears throat> a couple of comments. Glenn's on with the seats. Lots of seats left. Oh, that's interesting. Bonfim brothers. They're both very good, George. 6-0 and when they're fighting the same cards. Interesting. Lizaz is getting up there in age. Lizaz hasn't been in the US since the shout-out. Uh, as far as I know, maybe banned. Yeah, that's interesting. Like like that Tommy Fury guy. Although I think he's fighting Jake Paul next. That's what I've heard. Um, I think that was announced today. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, Tiago Moises taking on Mel uh, Kizio Costa. That's an interesting name, that's for sure. Um, this one's interesting too, Marcel, because again, it's one of those fights where you kind of look at it and you're you know, wondering why, but I think it's short notice, right, for the other guy? Yeah. Tiago Moises. Uh, oh, uh, Gumar Kutataladze. Uh, yeah, Kutataladze. And I think uh, I would have picked Kutataladze in that fight for sure. But mm. now he's got a fight you can win because minus 360 favorite, plus 295 in the underdog. I mean, I, I think you have to go with Moises, right? Just because, again, the experience, the full camp, level of competition. Um, again, the Mizuko guy, is, he's, he's a pretty good prospect. Um, a lot, Actually, a lot of experience, Marcel. He's got 24 fights. He actually has more fights, which is interesting. But again, the level of competition, you look, this guy's fought Islam and he just beat Giagos, fought Bobby Green, Michael Johnson, like Demir, Benil. Like, it's been like, ever since they threw him in the UFC, he's been thrown to the meat grinder. If you look at the the, the uh, opponents he's had. And, and uh, Joel Alvarez fight, that was that was interesting. But although there was up, uh, the guy, the guy missed weight badly, right? So mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really like look at that loss as like a horrible loss by any means because I think his opponent really kind of <laughs> is a weight cheater a little bit. Anyways, Moises, I think, wins this fight. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, I first want to talk about uh, Milky Zayel Costa. So um, the guy has Fatiligo, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I felt bad, man. When when uh, I also I always post like uh, the fight announcement and I tag the fighter in it. Man, some horrible comments under it. Like people don't know what he had. You know, he, it's like Scott Jorgensen. You know, back in the day, yeah, he had yeah, it as yeah. well, and it completely disappeared at a certain moment. He was just completely pale. Remember, and. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the first time I heard about Melchizedek Costa was when he was supposed to fight in Russia against Alexander Shabli. I think it was somewhere in 2020. The fight didn't happen. And then recently fought an LFA. I think he's a fun fighter, man. I think he's a good fighter as well, you know. But if you look at the Wu for Wu, I think Thiago Moises is uh, just fought better fighters, you know. And it's better for me to, uh, how do you say that, to, to, uh, uh, to, tell what he can and what he can't, you know. And I think Thiago Moises is an underrated fighter, to be really honest. Um, both Brazilians, uh, I would pick Moises here, but uh, I, I take a decision here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably. I, you know, maybe he submits him, but you're right. I mean, I think he wins either way. And, and you know, this guy's probably pretty good, but, you know, it's a tough situation with the short notice and everything. Yeah. A couple other comments, guys. Um, if you had 900 more to make 100, bet on meter. I mean, I think he wins for sure. So I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's bad juice. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, guys, cannot wait for Figgy Maria for Yeah, great fight. Uh, Moises pushed the pace, wins by decision probably. Uh, after seeing the Ghana leave, do you think more people take a steps like Costa and leave UFC and stream fashion to Ghana? Possibly, yeah. Possibly for sure. Milk striking look phenomenal. Yeah, he's good. But again, you know, I just, I don't know. It's a big step up in my opinion. So just probably not see Gurum. I know Gurum's awesome, man. It sucks he's not he's not fighting in this card. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. <clears throat> we got uh, Gregory Rodriguez taking on Bruno Ferreira, and yeah, I just noticed the line is taken down from FanDuel, which is weird, but all the other books still have it. So hopefully there's no like funny business going on. But you know, Ferreira did take the fight short notice. Odds for this one, 
um, Greg Rodriguez minus 350, Bruno Faria plus 290. I think it's going to be a fun fight for as long as it lasts because Faria's got a lot of power in Marcel. Like we saw that in Contender, obviously, got that quick knockout. Um, they call him the Hulk because he's a beast. But I mean, how do you not take Rodriguez? Like the guy is, you know, proven now that he has great striking, like huge power. He's tough as fucking hell. He had that crazy cut and still came back and won. He's got great grappling. His chain is still a little bit of a question mark, in my opinion. He's been tagged, you know, in his past. Like, I feel like Jordan Williams got knocked out. But striking's there, man. And uh, I think the guy's just really good. And obviously, he's got a lot of experience on the Octagon against some pretty tough competition. Like, Chidi and Julian Marquez, Jonah Park. Like, these are good fighters. Even the Armin fight, you know, he could have won that fight. It was a very close fight. He should. Yeah, it was close. Um, I, I don't know how you don't go with him. I, I have to go with Greg Rodriguez, Marcel. I mean, I'm taking him to win this fight. And I think he knocks him out. I think it's going to be a fun fight, but I think he knocks him out. What's your pick? I'm upset with the UFC by the way of how they promoted this. This is RoboCop against Hulk, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. RoboCop against Hulk. There's are two guys who always come to throw down. You know, you got Hulk with the knockout power. You got Rodriguez with the crazy RoboCop uh, scar, you know. Are you not gonna buy that? You know, but um, I think as long as, as long as the fight goes, Rodriguez gonna win the fight. You know, but I'm gonna go with a little upset here, man. I think Hulk touches him, and I think he's, he might stop him. I'm going with the TKO knockout for Hulk in the first round, and kind of going with a little bit of an upset here, maybe a little bit crazy, you know. But sometimes you gotta go a little bit crazy because I'm, I am actually crazy, but you guys don't know. Um, There's no doubt. Yeah, so I'm, that's why I think this kind of be like, um, remember the, uh, the 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 like one punch knockout sometimes that happened that you totally don't expect. I feel like this can be another case of that. You know, normally I would pick RoboCop in this one, but I feel like Ferreira can win this one in front of his own crowd. Rodriguez now living in the U.S. You know, <laughs> Hulk living in Brazil. I'm taking the Hulk here. Okay. Well, it should be a good fight either way, I think, anyways. Right? It should be a fun one. Yeah, you absolutely don't feel it, I know, but that's just I mean, I I, he's, got a he's got a puncher's chance. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, I think if you're in a bet on the guy, you might as well just take him by knocker, which is plus 350. So you get a little better. Actually, you might as well just take the money line now that I look at it because it's plus 290. Not that big of a difference. But yeah, I, I like Robocop. Our boy Joey likes Robocop too. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We go to the last prelim ourselves. We got Igor Pretoria against Shogun Hua. After this one, Igor is minus two five. Shogun's plus one seventy five, and I'll start this one off myself. Yeah, go ahead. Now I got an upset pick for you. I'm, do I'm going with Shogun and his career with a knocker win over this guy. I, I just don't think this guy is that good, honestly. And uh, you know, he just got knocked out by uh, Nikolai in his, in his debut. I think the UFC is giving him a fight. He could, Shogun could win in, in Brazil. Obviously, he didn't look good against uh, OSP, and even against Paul Craig, like, he hasn't looked good in a while. Let's be honest; like he really hasn't. But I mean, it's still Shogun. He's still you know, got power. He is old now. He's 41, 42. He's getting up there in age. There's no doubt about it. And I, I understand most people fade him in the spot. I get it. But I do think he can win this fight. I do think he can knock this guy out. And he's a guy that surprised us in the past. And, you know, he's had a lot of wins in Brazil too. So I don't know, man. I just, I just, I'm not too impressed by Ihor. And, and I think he's going to get KO'd here. So I'm going to show him by knockout Marcelo. There's my underdog pick. There you go. What do you think? I think Adam Martin stopped reading my fucking mind. That's you take him too? Oh, there we I go. Think this, exactly the same way. You know, uh, I think the UFC saw in Poteria that he wasn't really that good, you know, in his last fight. And Shogun's last fight, they really want to give Shogun actually a chance to get a good, uh, to get a, a good goodbye in front of his home crowd. And this is a fight he can win, you know. It's not a fight he 
definitely is going to win, but he can win if he if he shows up as Shogun and he wants to fight his last fight in front of his home crowd. You know, he can win this fight. So I'm picking Shogun as well here. There you go. So we both have the same pick there. And by the way, I just looked Shogun by knockouts plus 500. That is crazy to me because I think that's how we would probably win this fight. I think I think you could touch this guy. I really do. Um, I, I get it. People are going to fade him. He's old and he's not good anymore. Yeah, but, I understand. Yeah, I get it. But I just think that this is a fight that he could win. And again, like, why is USC setting to the slaughter against the guys coming off a loss? Like, if it was like a prospect on the rise, then I would be like, okay, you know, they're trying to build this guy up. But like, I don't, why would they try to build up Ehor? I think the UFC's giving him a fight he can win. Will he win it? We'll see. But I think he can win the fight. So uh, that's that's my pick here. <clears throat> Shame Aldo didn't get the same Rio sent off. Yeah, he fought Volk, right? I, I want to say. I remember seeing that fight. Um, all right, let's go yeah. to the next fight here. Uh, First fight in the main card, right, Marcel? We got Paul yeah. Hill, or sorry, you got Johnny Walker, excuse me, taking on Paul Craig. Um, first fight in the main card. Excuse me. Yeah, I got I got confused there for, for a second. Johnny no, Walker, no, Paul, he, how, Paul how, Craig, right? There yeah, you know. thank you, thank My you. My bad, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> odds for this one: Johnny Walker minus one ninety, Paul Craig, Paul Craig plus one sixty. <laughs> what do you think, Ben? Yeah, so it's actually it's striker versus grappler. Let's be honest, you know. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Walker, you got the striker. We got the submission last time against uh, Ian Kutelaba. Uh, was on a bad streak before that. Uh, Paul Craig, um, he got that uh, that loss against Ozdemir, where we tried to get him to the ground, but didn't work for him. Uh, before that, he got beat up by Nikita Krylov, got him to the ground and submitted him. So we know what this, what's going to happen here, probably. So Johnny Walker is probably going to touch Paul Craig. Paul Craig is going to go down, and Johnny Walker is going to be stupid and going in the guard of Paul Craig, you know. And uh, Paul Craig gets a triangle choke first round submission. That's going to happen. Oh, you read my mind too again. I'm taking Paul <laughs> Craig too for the upset. So it's another upset I, I think can happen. And listen, Johnny Walker's fun fighter to watch. You know, great knockout power. He obviously can win this fight by knockout, but of course. I, I do think that, you know, if Paul Craig gets him to the ground, he's going to be in trouble. And, and I think Craig can submit him too. So, yeah, I mean, it's I. there's only two ways this fight ends in my opinion. It's either Johnny Walker wins by knockout or Paul Craig wins by submission. And I'll take the dog in this one. Because again, some underdogs will win this card. And it's one I think can win. So Paul Craig by submission plus 275. I don't, I don't mind that. At all, um, I think he wins by sub. Takes him down, submits him. I just, I, but you know, I'm I'm not great at picking his fights, guys. As you know, like he, it's like whenever I pick him, he loses, and whenever I don't pick him, he wins. So I'm hoping this is the case where I'm right. But uh, <laughs> he's a guy that's, you know, a lot of his wins are come as an underdog too, and it wouldn't surprise me again if he if he goes in there and gets it done. And um, yeah, I, I think the I think that's the value side here. Uh, a couple of comments here: Should Gerald Mercer and uh, Sarah Putin be booked for UFC London? Uh, sure, I mean, sounds good to me. You guys know whether Ali was trying to duck Fizzy, and that's why it's so long, so long to announce. I don't know, but I'm glad they finally announced the fight. Yeah. Although I, I was, I think it works for two months. <laughs> Ali and Fizzy have in that fight, by the way. I mean, I think you have to. I love Gaethje, but it's so hittable. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Mark Soto got Jessica Andrade taking on Lauren Murphy, and the odds for this one, Andrade is one of the biggest. Uh, actually, yeah, she's one of the biggest favorites in the card. Minus four seventy five. Lauren Murphy plus three eighty. I mean, how do you not go with Andrade here? Like, I know Murphy's tough. She's hard to finish. I get it. But, like, Andrade's a different beast, man. Like, the uh, she's just, like, a little 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 monster. Like, just the amount of power she has. Like, the submissions. Like, everything. Like, she's just a beast. Like, experience, like, against elite competition ever since she came to the UFC. Like, love Jessica Andrade, man. She's so good. And Murphy, listen, tough as nails. Pull off some great upsets during your career. Just very, I think really her durability is the one way that she could win this fight. But again, she did get finished by Valentina, and 
Andrade Manch hits like a truck. It's interesting. Also, I want to say like Andrade apparently wants to be back to 115 after this fight. She wants a title shot rematch against Bray Lee, so that's interesting that she doesn't want to stick at 125 because um, I think that Valentina is just a horrible matchup for her. But, uh, you know, Whaley in the first fight ended quickly. What are you going to say? <laughs> she doesn't want to be at 125, but she's stocking off contenders there. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, uh, yeah, she's she's great. Anyways, I'm I'm going with Andrade by TKO. That's my pick. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? You know, I mean, I have all respect in the world for Lauren Murphy. I think she's super tough, but Andrade, the thing is with Andrade, she can, fight, she can finish girls, you know, and she can finish them with KOs and with submissions. She's a complete fighter, you know. Um yeah, I think in her, I think she stops Lauren Murphy early, to be really honest. And there's no disrespect again to Murphy because I think she's super tough. But Andras has the ability to finish, you know, and uh, she if she can do it, she will do it. So uh, and she hits hard, you know, she yeah. hits super hard. So, yeah. She's a little tank, man, a little beast. Mm-hmm. Got to go with her, man. Got to. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Don't over- overthink that one. I just think she wins for sure. All right, Gilbert Burns against Neil Magny. Um, Burns is a big favorite here, minus 450. Neil Magny plus 360. Another fight I don't really want to overthink. I mean, listen, Neil Magny's a great fighter, and he's been around for a long time, tons of experience, huge for the weight class. But I mean, I just think Gilbert Burns is on another level, man. I really do. And I think he proved that against Chumayev, like almost beating him. And you know, just the wins he has, the run he's gone on at welterweight. He lost to Usain and, and Chumayev. There's no shame in those losses. And Neil's a great fighter, too. But you know, he's he's been in the UFC a long time, he's had some. Some losses I think he should have fights he should have won and fight that he I didn't think he wouldn't he won too. So listen, he's pulled off a lot of upsets. I get it. And he's improved his ground game as we saw in the last fight. But I just think Burns different beast. And also like look at this. To me, 57% takedown defense. That's not gonna that's not gonna work in this fight. I think Burns gets him down. The question for me is does he submit him or does he win by decision? I'm leaning decision just because of Maggie's improved grappling, but I think he could submit him too. But either way, I like Burns to win the fight. I think he takes him down to the ground, controls him on the ground. What do you think? I have nothing more to add, man. I also think a decision. I think Magni's super tough, you know, yep. and uh, I think uh, Magni might edge it out to the third round, but I think uh, Burns wins the fight. Yeah, Burns by decision plus one sixty five. That's that's what we both like here. So that's that's the way we're going to go on this one, guys. <clears throat> Burns by sub is plus two sixty five. So two twenty five. Excuse me. That's interesting. I don't see a path for Magni to be Burns. Me either. I mean, I guess you'd have to keep it standing with decision. Maybe knock him out, but I just don't really see it happening. Um. After you guys finish maybe rate one to ten. Okay, that sounds good. Is the winner of this fight getting Fury Row next? Uh maybe. I mean she wants to fight one more time, so probably. Oh, he he means Andrade Murphy. I was yeah, like, yeah, the last fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last fight. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight. We're at the, we're at the uh, title <laughs> fight here, guys. Uh Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno four. So really interesting. We finally get uh, the first fourth fight in UFC history, the quadrilogy. Um Odds are minus one ten each. It's a pick and fight, Marcel. I want to hear your thoughts on this fourth fight. Um, I'll just say this: the first fight, I thought that Davison won. I picked him to win. It was a split. There was a split draw. The second fight, I I picked him again because I thought he won the first one. Then Brandon wins the fight by submission. Then the third fight, I thought okay, Brandon won dominant fashion. The second fight, then Davison won the third one. I got that one wrong. So right now, I'm I'm o two and one <laughs> in the fight because the draw. I mean, you don't count it, but. It's obviously not the easiest fight to pick. I think that's why the odds are minus one ten each, man. So, what do you think? I want to know if you know. Uh, there was before uh, two fighters who fought four times against each other, but three of those fights were in the UFC. Yeah, who are they? Andre Arlovski, Tim Sylvia. Yeah, of course you know. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fourth fight was in one championship, and there was like a legal DQ. DQ yeah. 
Or yeah. no con was it no contest or DQ? Honestly, no contest. I, I could be no. I remember that Arlovski was like, I couldn't kick him, but I wanted to yeah. kick him. So I, I think it's a no. <laughs> let me ball check. But I think it was a no contest for so and, and okay. yeah, it was. They could do a fifth fight between those guys yeah. one day. Although I think Tim is uh, retired from MMA at this point. He's forty six yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, the thing is, like, Davidson Figueredo, Moreno first fight. Moreno would have over Davidson won the fight, but he got that point deduction, right? So it went to a draw. Second fight, Moreno looked a lot, a lot better, uh, submitted him. Uh, third fight, many people say it was clear for Figueredo. I don't think it was clear for Figueredo. I think it was a close fight. I think Figueredo just had a bigger rounds, you know. Um, now fourth fight. I feel like Moreno is still uh, pro pro progressing to a better fighter, you know, and I feel Figueredo is a little bit stationary right now, you know, and I want to, I think Figueredo moves to bantamweight, winning or losing this fight, you know, after this one. So um, I think Moreno wins this. I think Moreno subs him in the fourth round. That's what, uh, that's what my pick is here. Moreno in the fourth round by sub? Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah, again, like, Obviously, haven't been you know great at picking this fight, but I'm leaning towards Davison um, to win a close. Okay, decision. so Moreno is going to win. Probably, okay. yeah. <laughs> Davison by decision in Brazil. That's what I'm thinking in this one. I think it's going to be close. They're both. I think both guys by decision are interesting. Plus 200 Moreno, plus 250 Figueiredo. I I think this fight goes the distance again, personally. Adam, yeah. let's be honest. If you go with a close decision, you got to go with Figueiredo in Brazil. <laughs> I think so. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I'm picking. Yeah. It. I think it yeah. kind of played out the last fight in the first fight. The second fight, I really think that weight cut because remember he like was the last guy to weigh in that day. He came in like right before the the scale um, was closed up, so I think that played a factor. <clears throat> we'll see. That's value the dog by decision. I mean, basically, it's pickup fight. Um, Prime Reno figure doesn't end a draw. Yeah, I don't want to see them fighting. Pantoja should get the fight. Is Pantoja a backup fighter? Is he Marcel? Is he there? I'm not sure. I, I only know that Anthony Smith is a backup for the main event, but that's it. Which would be interesting to fight Hill after they just trained together, right? Yeah. Pantoja reels the back out. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, figure it makes the way I think he wins. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But And yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, Marino did go to a different camp, obviously. Joe likes him by some, too. Someone's asking about the Ayers card. I didn't take a look, man. Sorry. Um, Marcel would know more about that than me, but I'm, I'm not, I didn't really take a look, although I usually put on a good show. All right, let's go to the last fight here, guys. We have the main event of UFC 283. Jamal Hill taking on Glover Teixeira. UFC vacant heavy, light heavyweight title. Odds for this one, Jamal Hill minus 125, plus 105, Glover Teixeira. Um, I mean, you know me, Marcel, like Glover's one of my all-time favorites. Love the guy. Absolute monster. I just can't pick him in this fight, man. At age 43, coming off of, like one of the, the craziest wars ever, um, getting the amount of damage, taking the amount of damage he had in that fight, and coming in here against a knockout artist and Jamal Hill has just been on a tear. I have to go with Jamal Hill by knockout, and I have to. And listen, I get it. Against Tiago Santos, he got taken down, got controlled. And there's no doubt that if Glover gets him down, he could submit him. But I just feel like it's going to be Jamal staying. I think he's going to catch him on the chin and put him away. And love Glover, man. I just uh, I think he's going to get knocked out in this fight. That's my pick. Jamal Hill by knockout, probably like first or second round. What do you think? So yeah, the thing is like um, I think um, I think Glover wins the fight, dude. Uh, there you I go. Okay. I, I think he's better. Definitely. I, I, I don't say Jamal can't fight on the ground. I don't say that, but. I think he's better on the ground, you know. And Glover, he's super tough, man, and he still has that in yeah. him. You saw it in the in the in the Prohaska fight. And Jamal Hill is a good fighter, but he isn't Jiri Prohaska. You know what I mean? Uh, Jamal Hill had difficulties with Thiago Santos in his last fight. You know, he finished him and stopped him, but he had difficulties. Glover is a much tougher fight, and I think Glover gets it to the ground in the third moment. He stops him in the second round. So I have Glover to Sarah here. 
There we go. Okay, so I'm glad we have a different pick on the main event. Um, that's interesting. And the co-main event we had. So it'll be interesting come Saturday or to see what happens the next Monday. One of us can brag or maybe we'll be tied one and one. <laughs> um, yeah, fight doesn't go a distance. Oh, minus 650. Yeah, I don't see this fight going the distance. Um, I think it ends pretty early. You know, even under two and a half rounds, I, I just don't see it going that long. I, obviously, Glover's got a, a chance to submit him. There's no doubt. And, and you know, looking at it, Hill's takedown defense is only 65%. That's not that good. I thought it was a little better than that, but obviously, Santos took him down six times, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, he didn't submit, and then he ended up brutally finishing him, too. I, I don't True, know. Santos yeah, is like, not in the same ballpark as Glover Tessera, dude. Completely so, yeah. I mean, Glover obviously submitted him, right? Yeah. So, But Santos also dropped him, too. And that's what I'm worried about, just the chin. Because, again, I think it catches up to you eventually, you know? and, and Of course. Obviously, he hasn't been knocked out in a while, but like he, Gustafson brutally knocked him out. Uh, Rumble, um, it's not like he hasn't been knocked out before. So I, I don't know, I and mean, we'll see what happens. I love Glover though, so if he wins, I'm not gonna be upset about it. But who did goal. Glover lost to in his debut, man? Or did he win? This is WEC back, back in. The oh day. yeah, I, I would say he would have won against Kingsbury. I think his debut, right? Yeah, he won. I know, right? He's been in the UFC for eleven yeah. years now, which is crazy. And this, these fights were brutal. This fight with uh, Fabio Maldonado was a doctor stoppage. You just Beat the shit out of him. Maldonado. <laughs> yeah, I loved Maldonado, man. He had some yeah. great fights. Fun guy to watch. But yeah, I mean, Glover's an absolute beast. Love him. The, the, the Vader fight too. Like, good performance. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just feel like a, a Father Time will always catch up with everyone, and I think we'll see that here. But uh, hey, man, if he went, it goes and wins. I mean, you know, that would be <laughs> that'd be something special. So. Imagine, uh, uh, imagine Glover winning the belt. You know, I'd say he's retiring today. <laughs> that'd be interesting. Then Dave's gonna be so pissed. Still do that, yeah. Getting a set off in Brazil. Yeah, he likes Hill too. Marcus likes Hill. Yeah, Glover's an all-time top game. I don't think it would be get it back up. Still Hill by Naco. Yeah, Glover too. There you go, Brazil Cloud Glover for the win. Well, it looks like you guys are split. That's interesting. Well, that's good. I like to see that. I don't want to. That's another fight. Like you, you want to see a little bit of dissension. You don't want to just be like, "All right, this guy's gonna win." Like it's nice to see some dissension. So um, earlier we had two questions that I remember. <laughs> if there's any more, we'll take them. But I know Antoine asked, uh, "What do you rate the card from one to 10? I- I'd give it like a nine. I think this is a great card. What do you think? I give him an eight. Okay, that's probably pretty solid. The other question was, uh, I don't know if the guys in the chat anymore, but he said, "Can you put together a, a parlay of?" I think he said two or three fighters. I want to say he said. Um, you gotta pick Shogun. That's our underdog pick. Well, that would be our uh, consensus dog. That's our consensus yeah. dog. We don't we don't parlay the consensus dog. We just no. So that's our consensus dog on this card, guys. We did. There was a few other dogs that we were. Oh, we picked. We both picked Paul Craig too, right? Yeah. Okay, so we have two consensus dogs on this card, which is interesting. The and Bonfemes. So we actually have three. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. We usually don't have that. We have three consensus dogs. So that's interesting. Um, you know, make that you will. Pardon? Parlay Andrade, I would say. Andrade, I think, with, with Josie and Nunez, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at the odds. Andrade, Nunez. Jelton. Jelton. I hate doing like three or four teams, but or fighters, I should say, but like, and then Burns, I guess. If yeah. you do those four, it's even money. You like all four to win? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Again, you know, I don't love, I don't love parlays. I like straight bets, but. I know. I, I I think they all win. I'd be surprised if any of those fighters lost. So I mean that's just something to think think about. And again, you know, someone asked. For me, it's I like straight bets better personally. You just have to worry about one guy or, or whatever to win or lose. But uh if you like parlays, I, I think all those four win. Obviously, there's some other guys like uh Stanin and, and, and Moises and Rodriguez that are all good that all should win, but 
I don't know. I mean, like obviously Marcel disagreed with some of those, so we'll we'll stay away from those fights. But yeah, I think um those four I think should win. I don't know. Let's see what other people are saying here. Greedo two, three fight two, three like parlay. Yeah, man. I mean that's that's kind of what we got for you, man. It's it's obviously four. I, I, it's, uh, you can take out Jailton if you want, I guess. If you want, I mean it doesn't change the odds that much. If you want us to do two teams, uh I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah, like I said, I think those dogs that we gave out, we, we kind of liked those a little better um, just for like a one-teamer. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, because of the way the odds are structured, it's like hard to like kind of make a two-teamer unless you take like Gabriel Bonfim and put him with someone. Like you could put him. You like Bonfim too, Gabriel? You like him? Mm -hmm. Both Bonfims. Yeah. Well, the the Bonfim probably. probably. Yeah, <laughs> That's 222. Again, I would just play Israel straight because he is a dog, but you know that's interesting too. So the Bonfim parlay, the Bonfim brother parlay. What do you think to be fight of the night? Ooh, good question. Good question. I I guess I go with the Coleman event. What would you pick? I'm go with the uh, yeah the flyweight title. Yeah, probably. Yep. Who do you guys got? Span Krylov. Got to think about it, but um, yeah, Span looked great, but Krylov's a really underrated fighter. Um, Flutter wins retired to fight the belt next. I mean, I would assume that uh, Ankalaev. I would assume, right? But obviously, uh, he he hates them. So Dana White doesn't doesn't like the guy. <laughs> apparently, We're gonna make an Adam Martin Big Marcel weekly party graphic. All right. Well, I got. I we'll know now for next time. Um, that's that's cool. You're gonna do that. I don't mind that. Just gotta think about it more. But yeah, I mean, do you want to do the Bonfim brothers? I, I don't know. Like you could do that, but I'm just saying. Like I prefer just a better dog straight, especially because it's you can plus money. Like I don't think you need to get cute and parlay it. But yeah, I think that that you know, I know it's four teams, but I think Burns, Andrade, Nunez, and 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 Shamil all win. Like, I'm sorry, not Shamil. Excuse me, Jailton. Sorry, sorry. I don't think Shamil wins. <laughs> I think they all win. You know, I'm a little bit more hesitant on like Moises, like for instance. I do think Rodriguez wins, but you didn't like him, so I, we can't put him in there. And then what was the other one? Oh, Stamen. But again, that that one you didn't like either, right? So we can't put him in there either. We have to agree. If we don't agree, we're not going to throw him in there. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess that'd be the way to go. Uh, losing Garon and Mazadol, Ducking Birds makes an eight, eight, eight card. Okay, well, that's fair. I think it's a good card, though. Anyways, uh, we'll take any other questions you guys got. We got a few minutes left here. We'll take any other questions you, you guys want to talk about from this card. Do a few matchups or whatever. Sorry, you want to do a few fight, matchups? A few fight announcements. Sure, let's do that. Uh, oh, I closed it already. Okay. Go to Mark's uh, page. Pull it up here. Oh, Mata and Bomb Money's is happening. Marcel broke the news, right? No, I didn't broke it. Break oh. it. See, uh, Legaspi did it. Oh, okay, two eighty-seven. Yeah. yeah, that's in uh, Brooklyn Barclays. What's up, Patrick? Uh, any thoughts on Arl Alcides off a coming event? How the Holloway fight? I guess, but I mean, he's injured, right? He's got what shoulder or something or hand? Yeah, something shoulder. It's too bad. I mean, he's on such a nice win streak. I guess it would have been Max because, like, who else would it have been? You know, I think we talked about this, right? We talked about someone. Uh, was it Alex that said a trade? Yeah. Max Holloway to Bellator just makes sense, doesn't it? Like the, the Hawaii cards, and he's in a bad spot in the UFC right now. Like he's he really is in a tough spot. Obviously, you know Volk wins the lightweight belt, then he'll probably stay at lightweight. But I mean, well, odds of him winning are not very good. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Max to to Bellator for some like some fighters, but obviously maybe we talked about AJ McKee for him. That's not happening now because he just signed an extension. So rib injury. Sorry. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, Alan Tapuria, maybe. I mean, Tapuria is a monster too. 
But I, I, I don't know. I, I, Arnold, I don't know. He doesn't fight that often. That's the one problem I've had with the guy, right? He fights once a year. All right, Marcel, let's pull it up. You pull up your um, – speaking of the My devil. pants, yeah. Well. Pull up your pants. <laughs> we don't need to see that. Um, I love this fight, uh, Bahamandes and, and Nicholas. I, I know Nicholas was the one saying, hey, we have the same record and we have, both have the same amount of knockouts. We have to fight each other. So it's a great fight. Um, I lean towards Bahamandes. I love the guy. That's my lean here. I'm assuming you feel the same way. Yeah, kind of, you know. Kinda. It's a great fight, eh? <laughs> it's fun, man. Someone's getting knocked out, right? Like, I think. I don't think it goes in this. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. This Baja Monday's guy, that fight with John McDessie was very, very, very good card. Very yeah. good fight. Um, Yasmin Lucindo. I said this one to you this morning, Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> Yasmin Lucindo against Melissa Martinez. Super smelly. Sorry, super smelly. <laughs> excuse me. This is like the worst nickname ever. She just called herself super smelly. I think Lucindo's a beast, man. She looked great against uh what was her what's the girl's name yasmin uh Uregi. yasmin Uregi, yeah she looked great i mean that fight was I close it could have went either way yeah, somebody somebody replied under there like not every oh and one is is the same you know exactly. and that's true yeah i think she, i think she went to, who did um uh melly lose to was it against was it reed let me check it might yeah it was it was reed yeah good call and that's <laughs> like a loss you don't really want to have i don't think yeah Bruno Brazil against Denise Gomez. I mean, this is a fun fight too. Gomez had some experience now, obviously, but uh, now Brazil looked pretty impressive on the show, right? So yeah, it's actually funny that she got the book this, uh, almost the same day as her girlfriend, right? So <laughs> what's her girlfriend uh, again? Carl Rosa. Oh yeah, that's right, Carl Rosa, and she's fighting. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Michelle Waterson Gomez against Luna Pinheiro. I mean, a good fight, but I mean, I I, I don't really think I could pick uh, Michelle anymore. I don't think I could pick him or so. Got to go through Wanda. I agree. Um, Coming off that was it the DQ win against Randa? Was that their last fight? Uh, she fought. Didn't she? Or Sam fought Hughes. Another? Sam Hughes. Yeah. yeah Sam Hughes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this fight is just weird. I mean, I, I guess they'll want to fight McKayev. I know Feel is yeah. good. Like, don't get me wrong. He's actually pretty good. But this fight yes. is weird. Do you think it's a weird fight? I think nobody wanted to fight Makayev, indeed, you know, and he wanted to fight in March in London. So uh, they gave him a fight against a guy who was available. That's what I think, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, this guy's good. He's he's definitely good, but I just I don't know. I don't see him beating Muhammad. Let's be honest. Yeah. Why is Jake laughing? Did he did he want the fight? Did he ask for it? He he and Makayev are like, uh, how do you say that? Beefing for a long time. You know, so uh, he's pretty much laughing because he gets a debut fight. I think you can uh, open the rep the the replies. Yeah. You can see it there probably. Yeah, that's fine. He says he's ducked him. That's interesting. I don't know if it's true, but no idea. Carl Rosa, Nolan Dumont, good fight. I featherweight. Yeah, two big girls. Um, yeah. And to be honest, we should keep Norma at featherweight for obvious reasons. Obviously, she's got to stay featherweight. Those thighs are big, man. Um, <laughs> I like Carol Rosa though, man. I think she's good. You know, I I, I lean I lean towards her a little bit here. That'd be Same. Yeah. Junior Taffa, it's not Justin, it's his brother against Austin Lane. Uh, <laughs> I lean toward the Junior Taffa guy, honestly. The, yeah, the, me too. Pe people were like, isn't, isn't he fighting Parker Porter? No, his brother. His brother. <laughs> I, the, the technique, I think, will shine here. Yeah. Good striker. Uh, Leon and, and Usman 3. I, mean, I, got, I don't really know. I have no Everybody idea. was asking me, why are you using an old picture of Kamaru? Well, it's very simple. That's the most recent one with him without the belt. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Jones and gone. I mean, oh, what a fight. You know, by the way, this was a good question from somebody, and I wondered as well. I first made Gone versus Jones, you know, and they went with Jones versus Gone. I understand the name value of Jones, but Jones isn't ranked, you know. Yeah, and that's Gane interesting. I saw that in the poster, right? I think it's just because he's the biggest name, right? He's the yeah. he's the superstar. But yeah, it is interesting. I agree with that. 
Gaethje Fizia, what a great fight. I, I yeah. do mean Fizia, though, guys. I mean, how do you not? Like, I mean, Gaethje's just taking so much damage, right? Like, for, yeah, confirmed pro main event for London. Yeah. Yep. A couple other fights. Bear two Avery, Elvis Brenner. <laughs> Elves. <laughs> don't know a lot about this guy. He's short notice, right, for Joel Alvarez. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd lean to, to Rob, but he doesn't fight that often anymore. So, mm-hmm. a couple other fights: Stephen Peterson, Lucas Alexander. I just saw this one. Uh, good fight. It's in uh, it's in San Antonio, so yeah, near Peterson's hometown. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd lean Peterson. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he had a really close fight with uh, Julian Rosa. He's pretty good. Not great though. So, Stephen, you know, if you fight Stephen Peterson, you always get a tough fight. That's for sure. You yeah, know, hundred percent. Uh, His record is nineteen ten, but like that doesn't tell. Again, it doesn't tell the whole story, right? Like he's, a lot of these are close uh, decisions and stuff. He kind of reminds me all the time a little bit like a uh, Jeremy Stevenson, but smaller. You know, is is uh, the way how intense he is. You know, I don't mean technique or whatever, but the way he, how intense he is, and uh, he's like really like the dude like. You don't want to mess with him, you know. That's how yeah. he looks. And hey, he's a fun fighter to watch, but he doesn't always rise to the occasion. And this is a good fight for him, I think. And Lucas Alexander, he had a bad debut on short notice against uh, Joanna Sombrito. Um, yeah, we'll see what's what's next for him. You know, we will see what the, how he does in this one. Carlson Harris and Raheem Baramaj. Uh I like Harris, but uh, interesting fight for sure. This is a couple of weeks. Eh? It's not that long month from now. Huh. Yeah, I mean, Ramiz, good fighter, you know, uh, solid, very good on the ground overall. And uh, Carlson Harris, also good fighter. He uh, he uh, got a great win against uh, Saigat Isgakmayev. Isgakmayev. Sorry, guys, and UIA Warriors, where he got signed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he saw solid wins on his record as well with uh, Michel Pereira, for example, you know. So, uh, good, good fighter. Veronica Macedo. It's actually Veronica Hardy, I think, now, right? She, she, uh, she's Dan, Hardy, Dan Hardy's wife now. It's officially still as Macedo on the UFC website. So I use Macedo. The moment it went Hardy, I'm going to go with Hardy. Because she saw also, I don't know if you if you saw that, the news news messages with Tracy or uh, Tracy uh, Cortez has now changed it back to Tracy Cortez and not Ortega. And all their uh, pictures are off yeah. each other's Instagram. So, yeah. That's what happens, guys and girls, when you put your whole private life on socials, you know. But, uh, yeah, it, it sucks, you know, for them. And, uh, I mean, the, at the same at the same thing, that's why I always say, I, I know people, for example, who have, like, together accounts, you know, on Facebook or Instagram. Like, when you have a girlfriend or you have a boyfriend, you have together accounts. It just doesn't work, man. That's how I think about it. But, hey, who am I? I'm just uh, a cocksucker from the Netherlands, you know. So, whatever. <laughs> Oh man, Dan Hardy is forty years old and she's twenty seven. Good for him, man. Got a much yeah. younger wife. Um, yeah, she him. looks good as well. <laughs> she's, she's very attractive, no doubt about it. Good for Dan. I mean, obviously he's a legend, so good for him. Julianna Miller, I, I, I kind of was going to say I like Julianna Miller in the fight, though. I mean, she's absolutely. I know. <laughs> she's so good, dude. So, um, and uh, Dan will corner uh, Veronica, by the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, let me just go through these. Uh, I'll take your questions, like I just want to go through these matchups. Uh, Alex Terrace, Nate Land were great fight. Uh, yeah, I mean, great fight. I mean, the winner will be the 15th guy. So, um, Alex has looked great, though. I, I think it's hard to go against him, but Nate has looked good, too. So, good one. Jordan Wright, Zach Paugua. Zach knocks him out. And then that fight, obviously, is happening. We Chris Duncan, Michael Felix not happening anymore. No. They're, they're canceled. Gunnar Nelson, Dan Rodriguez is a great fight. Eileen D-Rod, but obviously got submitted in the last fight, so that's interesting. That happened. Saw that one. Saw that one. That happened. I'll be seeing once. This week. Yeah. yeah, we'll just close that now. A um, couple other questions we'll take, guys, and we'll get out of here in a sec. Yeah. 
you know, KF coming back too soon, possibly because he just got surgery, right? So does Mohamed deserve top 15? He does, but, uh, you know, I don't want to. He's still young. Holloway and Demir at 155. Uh, that would be good. Five. I would favor Max. I mean, Demir's, I think, retired now, too, right? So, mm-hmm. watch Michelle and Pierce, person along the entire crowd turn against her. Yeah, that's interesting. She got she lost, right? Against uh, Lemos. Lemos. Okay, it's an Alex Perez turn down. It's <laughs> interesting. Also, Jeff Lina, he got his hand caught in the cookie jar. That's what happened here. Um, it's too bad. Jeff's a you know, young guy, but he, he fucked himself, fucked his career. So his career is probably over, which is unfortunate because he's a good fighter. But uh, he, uh, him and J- James Krause fucked over so many people. So let's just be honest. Like, he's just uh, not a good guy and screwed over a lot of people. So, and that was one of the guys he screwed over. He probably, he probably was like, oh, Jeff, you're fine, man. You're good. And Jeff's a young guy. He's just he's very naive about it, right? And, I know James Cross is just not a good guy, Marcel. Would you would you kind of agree with him on that one? <laughs> it just does look bad, you know. It just looks bad in total, you know. And uh, I'm I'm really afraid this is not the last thing that's come. I know. There's going to be other people know. like David Oyama. Yeah. That's another guy, right? Mm-hmm. Let's hope yeah. not. But uh, I know because yeah, I love so. David. But I just you know that's it's interesting. He's got pulled from his fight. Any early odds for 1850? I saw like I thought I want to say James Lynch tweeted something. I don't know if Bodog was the one who posted it, but I want to say that. It was Gaethje that was the favorite, which didn't make sense to me. I think Fiziev should be favored in that fight. Fiziev fights calm and collected. His chance is winning, but crowd influences him. Could be 50-50. I don't know, man. Just after knocking out RDA, I think it's hard to pick against him. And I agree. I think it's good. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I think you'll see uh, Fiziev then as the favorite there. Feels like fights fall through and Ali Abdelaziz manages both, both of them, like Max or Darius. One pulls out, other gets easier in Christmas. Possibly. No Hamza, no Roman Armour. True, true. Um, what's next for them? I don't know. Thoughts on Ali and Alves? Uh, fun fight, good yeah. fight. I think Barana tainted by Kraus 100%. Man, unfortunately, John, he did. Um, the true that Laura Senko's husband filed for divorce. I don't know, she didn't tell me so. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's after Where'd you see that? Where'd you see that? Uh, I'm asking the guy because I know that uh, James Kraus was confirmed to file a divorce from his wife, mm-hmm. but. As far as Borisenko goes, I have no idea, to be honest with you. Um, you just know what Megan Anderson said, and I don't really believe that woman. So, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the France LUC, you think he's heavyweight champ. I know we both picked on. We both picked him. And now he's going to yeah. fight for the belt. Crazy, eh? That yeah. prediction is looking pretty good now, isn't it, Marcel? It is. It is. All right. I think that's it, man. We're, we're great. We just passed the hour mark, guys. So, you know, a lot of fun on this podcast today, Marcel. Glad to be back. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next Monday. I'll I'll, I'll I'll feel better. I'll do it next Monday. Um, just wasn't having a good day yesterday. But I appreciate you guys uh, coming on Tuesday here. All right, Marcel, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at BigMarcel24. Follow him on Instagram as well. Follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin. Like, subscribe to your friends about it. Bookies.com. MyMainNews.com, MemmyOsbury.com. Also follow Marcel at Eurosport. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, things that uh, we got going on this year. Looking forward to a good year, Marcel. Hopefully some good picks this year. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm glad you guys uh, were able to join us for the chat. And hope everyone has a good week. Enjoy the card. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye.